What's the next one, like Gen Alpha? Oh, they're terrifying. Hear me out. I was walking through Ralph's, a grocery store, yesterday, and I walked by the Starbucks, and I hear this, like, toddle voice, like, prepubescent child go, Mom, can I get a Frappuccino with caffeine? And I turn around, and this thing, that's, it, it looks like it's still toddling. You like said this thing. It's like, still toddling. Like, it's still got that walk where they don't really know how their legs work. And oh I'm like, God. you know what caffeine is? Hi, my name is Maddie Westbrook, and welcome to episode 12 of Closet Talk. This is season two. Wait, yeah, this is season two. And I'm super excited because in season one, we talked a lot about gender and sexuality and navigating that through life and the real world and the online world. And today I'm joined by somebody who I think could just talk about that so well. Thank Matt you. Taylor. Hi, I'm Matt. Yay! Uh, Round of applause. This is Matt. <laughs> known you for years now yeah yeah it's been no, really it's exciting. so crazy like social media just like meeting people yeah and it's, yeah because when i first met you i was like oh my gosh like obviously i knew who you were but then like it's been years and i feel like i met you yesterday yeah like why is time moving forward? even though i was like blonde you were blonde and like yeah that was i was moment. it was such a different time yeah it was coachella 2016 you you had to be there <laughs> you had to be there yeah well you know where you also had to be there for was the queer moment in history where every single week we talk about a pivotal queer moment in our lives that have just kind of made us who we are. What is yours? Mine is very personal and very near and dear to me. We all know High School Musical. We all know Troy Bolton. Yes. And you know, what can I say? Like you have to have like a little crush. Yeah. Even in, but I mean, what, I can't say that. <laughs> Even in the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma, going to a Christian school, but you know, we had Disney Channel. Mm -hmm. And so, I see this Troy Bolton, watch the movie several times, and we find this address online. Where Did you Google it? I guess so, on the family computer. Like, because oh, we, we had like a family computer. Family compu yeah, yeah. Yeah. But my mom was there with me. She was just like, okay, like I support. Did you Google, how do I find Troy Bolton? I don't even know. I think it was just like, yeah, Troy Bolton address. Really? Like, yeah, something like that. But apparently, I don't know if this is real or not. Maybe it's just a figment of my imagination. Like, gaslight me, please, because I don't know. But there was this address we found, and we sent a letter to this address with, like, some money. They were like, send us a little bit of money, and we'll give you something back. So I sent a letter, a personalized message to Troy Bolton. Not even Zac Efron. Troy Bolton. <laughs> And they sent like some stickers back and like a souvenir. And he was like, hey, you're so cool. And it was real. And it was, it was love. To me. And it was love. Yeah. And at first letter. Yeah. We almost got married. Yeah. It was close. It was close. Yeah. It was. I was there for almost. the breakup. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is like similar to Troy Bolton and like my gender journey. I saw mm. ugh, that man in the in the second movie was just <laughs> something else. He was a little feral in that movie. Yeah. In the first movie, they made he, him all he, like, cutesy. Yeah. yeah. And in the second movie, they were like, all right, we're going to make this a little bit of a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. It was the moment where and I him saw him. And being a bad boy was him just like <clears throat> flipping the hair, running yeah. around a, the golf course. <laughs> Punching yeah, the ground. Literally like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, the, it was the outfit, the all black outfit that really, really like just created something in me. But I was like, I need to look like this. Yeah. So. I, I also never ended up looking like that. Like, I could never force myself have, to have blue eyes, unfortunately. But we did. But, yeah. In our mind. Can you see them in my soul? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, we talked a lot about gender in the first season. And I'm really excited because I think you have, like, a really unique outlook on the way that that kind of exists online. And 
looking back at like my moments where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna share how I'm feeling today. Yeah. I often found that a lot of times I kind of open up about my gender or my sexuality or the struggles that kind of come with that sometimes. People create like a little nugget and they're like, okay, well this is who you are now because you talked about it yeah. once. And kind of like taking that and running with it. Yeah. So it's like you give like a little piece and then sometimes people like jump to like conclusions, which I mean, everyone does that. Like yeah. that's so normal yeah. to just like have all like overthink things and like mm -hmm. jump like a little bit too deep. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I, I share and I'm like changing all the time. And like sometimes I share one thing and then I feel different like a week later. Yeah. And it's just like people change and that's just like normal. And yeah. sometimes I share one thing and I'm just going to be a different person. Yeah. And I think it's really funny because I've seen the video that you made that it was like feeling like I have my sexuality figured out. And then there's just the gender comes on the screen. Yeah. And it's like, they're so, I feel like interconnected because you can't like, I, I feel like sexuality comes first because it's like, okay, who am I going to wake up and like want to kiss today? Yeah. And then that's so pivotal, right? You kind of need to get that figured out. And then when you kind of feel more comfortable with that, it's like, okay, well, what's in my pants? Yeah. What's me? Like, what's my self-expression? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so crazy. And it's so sick and twisted that like, we have to figure all this out. Like, why can't, why can't we just wake up and it's just like figured out for us? I'm so envious of the people who just know because yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. so confused. No, I feel like I'm like, I'm always changing and I, I really don't have it figured out. And that's why I, do, I really don't like labels Yeah, because it's so hard, which like sometimes having a label is nice because yeah. you feel like connected to a community. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I just, I don't have myself figured out that well Yeah, where it's just like, I can like put a label on it and no, just know. Because yeah. especially just like growing up and being closeted for so long and like especially in like a sheltered home where it's like you can't really express yourself. Mm -hmm. Like when I turned 16 and I was like, okay, I might be gay. And I told my friend, I like took it back immediately. I was like, actually, no. I'm like, actually, it was a joke. It was it, just, I did I was the just same kidding. thing. And she's like, it's okay, baby. Like, I did you're the fine. same thing with my sister. I told yeah. her and she was like, what? And I was like, never mind. Literally, like, it's, it's like, I was just kidding. <laughs> I was just telling, I was just being silly. But yeah, I, I look back and I'm like, there, you grew up in Oklahoma, which yeah. I'm sure just that word doesn't very sound yeah, very Yeah, Oklahoma accepting. is just, it's a place. <laughs> it exists. Yeah. So when were you kind of just brought oh, like to your attention, like the word gay, you were like, oh, that might be me. I swear, I was like so clueless because I knew about gay people when we like learned about it in church, but they were like, you know, we love them, but let's pray for them. And I was just like, oh, that's not me. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Like, let's Could do with it. Like, I was me. so homophobic. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, growing up, it's just like, you had no idea. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know where I would have ended up if I didn't, like, find out that I was, like, gay. And that's, like, so scary sometimes thinking about. Yeah. Like, the people I surrounded myself with, which I feel like now that social media is so prevalent, it's so... Like, there's always, like, positives and negatives. Mm -hmm. But, like, one positive of that is that, like, a lot of people are more educated and you get to see more about, like, queer people and how, like... We're just people. We're yeah. not like trying to like, we don't have an agenda. Like we're I not do. trying to like change the world. You know what I mean? I do. And it's currently this podcast. Right. Closet talk. No, you caught okay. us. <laughs> Literally. I'm, I'm collecting all the gays. <laughs> Literally. But, but it's so humanizing it's to like. super humanizing. To be able to just see queer people just existing. Yeah. And I think it's also cool that we can kind of provide a little bit of that community to people who are closeted and still yeah. struggling. Because it's like nobody's going to be sitting there when you're in your room at 2 a.m. like Googling stuff that you don't know. I'm sure there are so many people listening to this or like experiencing, you know, watching your videos, my videos, any video like about gayness. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh, this might be me. And then there's like the connection and that like yeah. safety blanket there for them to be like, you know what? 
I can explore this on my own because I have this kind of community that I know is ready to welcome me and accept me. And I think that's the thing about labels too. I just like saying, oh, I'm queer. There's like the queer yes, community. It's like, yeah. Cause it's like, of course, there are gonna be all those subcategories and all those labels and all those kind of like different boxes that exist that people are going to exist within. Yeah. And right now I'm just like kind of wandering in the middle of all the boxes. Yeah. Like I don't know which one I fit Just best walking into through yet. trying different yeah. things out. I'm just like opening the door, I'm like, nope. Next yeah. one, like I'm just kind of going throughout and figuring it out. And I think that's so cool because I got really scared when I, at first I was like, you know, I'm going to make a podcast about like being gay, my journey and all this stuff. And then day one, I woke up, was about to drive to set. I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, I don't really know anything. Yeah. Like, I don't really know who I am, like in terms of so many things that I'm about to talk about. And so that's kind of what I talked about. And I like that about you because you're just like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Like and I think it's so important to like talk about like not knowing certain things because mm -hmm. I feel like that's so normal and we mm -hmm. don't talk about it enough because yeah. it's good that we have like representation of very specific things yes. and like it's great to have representation. Mm -hmm. But also like understanding that like not everyone's going to know right away. Right. And yeah. for many, many years, like it's so normal to be like older. Like I've, I've literally I think I've seen videos and heard stories of people that are like in their 40s and they're like, oh, I'm figuring out my gender. Yeah. Because especially if you grow up in like a certain scenario where, you, where you're not thinking about it at a young age, mm -hmm. you can't be expected to just wake yeah. up one day and your first thought is like that's me i'm a slave like today. i just changed yeah after yeah, no. 40 years yeah no it's so normal to like think about it and just be figuring it out yeah i think that's so beautiful because like i think like you said social media is more prevalent now than it kind yeah. of ever has been and with that comes a lot of education like i found myself kind of using tiktok as google and yeah being like okay what is xyz and then i kind of find that information out by myself but i think you know providing that to a younger generation we're kind of i guess you can call it confused yeah because i don't think we had that growing up like we yeah. had the family computer right and Literally. then it was like oh mom can see my search history but providing the, all these labels i think it's like such a bittersweet thing for like the younger generation because it's like oh my gosh yes here are all the things you can be and here are all the beautiful things that you can become but it's also it's i feel daunting. like so overwhelming yeah. if i was 13 in this world in this day and age with social media being as intense as it is yeah i'd go crazy and it always feels like people have like everything figured out yeah which i know like, everyone like talks about they're like overall oh, real people but like for real like i feel like we're all the same and yeah. like nobody knows what they're doing ever and every if if they think they're they're just kind of like faking it yeah. and that's okay but like the older understand. i get the kind of inside i'm like i haven't changed since i was like 20. yeah like fundamentally of course yeah. like you grow you learn new things about life and you experience things but like mentally i'm like what yeah <laughs> what you're telling me i have to do like i have to pay rent and do my taxes yeah you're silly. taxes silly taxes for aren't that. real they aren't it's just made up and then i convince myself that there are they aren't real and then the irs gets mad at me right <laughs> yeah. right i would like to know your perspective on like you know that younger generation like providing them all the labels and being like these are your options or you know there's also new ones coming out every single day where it's like okay i saw this video of like this gay man and a straight woman and they were like we're in a relationship and we're together it's and really, not being with other people it's really interesting i feel like it's so hard to tell especially like in certain scenarios like i've been like I game a lot, and so there's a lot of people that like troll certain things. So sometimes I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, oh, are these people trolling, or is this for real? Mm -hmm. And then like finding out if it's real, I'm like, okay, good for you. Like, yeah. I'm like, honestly, like 
I try to be so much less judgmental. If mm-hmm. I like don't understand something, it's so okay to not understand something. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes an instinct is like, oh, I don't understand this. This is wrong. Yeah. But it's like, well, we don't know that. Yeah. Like I just try to like keep an open mind when I can and like educate myself if 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 the information is available yeah. and it's try also to learn like, more. Because there is. You're so yeah. right. There's like new things happening every day. Just because obviously like the more and more people that grow up learning more about things and growing in this community you're going to find like new labels that fit you. Yeah. And confusion can be scary. Yeah. Like I wake up and I find out something new and I'm like, my first reaction is like, oh my gosh, like what does this mean? Like what's going on? And yeah. I don't know. And it's just so, it can be like a little confusing. And especially know. being like in the public eye, you... sometimes you're expected to know because it's yeah. like, oh, like you're queer. Like you need to know about you know, this. And it's yeah, like, well, I mean, I'm just a person. I'm not yeah. like. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I struggle with. I'm like, I don't know everything. Yeah. And I'm such a perfectionist and I want to know everything. And I constantly am trying to consume as much information as possible. Yeah. Whether it be about politics, like social issues, like yeah. anything going on in the world. I'm like, I need to know everything or I know nothing. And it can be like really overwhelming sometimes because you yeah. have so many different like changing like parts the of the world. Like consumption of information. Yes. Yeah. Because and then it's like, you're not retaining anything. Yeah. It's like, you're reading so yeah. much. Yeah. And like, our brains are not wired to like see a cute yeah, we're puppy not like video. A machine. No, we're just like and taking then, like, it in like photos. And then see a, a, a video about war. And then see yeah. a video about somebody with terminal cancer. And then yeah. see another cute puppy video. Like yeah, our brains. Yeah, like a kitty that's like, you know, like making the biscuits. And then it's like yeah. war. And it's like, whoa, I just, my brain isn't wired or like prepared for that yeah. amount of intake per day though the adults were onto something when they were like enough screen time i'm like oh i need to remember that like yeah. i'm my own parent but like <laughs> it was the phone mom. yeah i gotta put the phone away sometimes <laughs> yeah because it is so true that yeah. it's like we have these ups and downs these like dopamine highs and then it's like oh my god this is really sad yeah and like i don't even know why i do it sometimes my phone will just be there and it's not like i'm innately doing anything but i'll pick it up and be like scroll 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 it's and be like an oh instinct. if you told me to tell you the last five videos that i saw on my phone i could not do it. Yeah, I wouldn't even know. I just saw a video about that. People were talking about like how like the difference between like YouTube and TikTok and I'm, like mm-hmm. TikTok is so fast paced. Like you can't even remember like the last couple of videos. Yeah. But like YouTube, you might be able to remember like the last video you watched because it's something you like sit down and do or like yeah. a TV show. It's like it's like 20 minutes of your time yeah. or like a minimum of like five to eight minutes of your time where you're sitting down and your brain's like kind of rewiring itself and like like that long term connection and like retaining that kind of information yeah. that you just absorbed. But on TikTok, it's like, no. And that's kind of why I'm like testing my audience a little bit. I'm making yeah. like one and a half minute, two minute videos. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, let's see staying? what you think. And about then I'll this. like say something just so random and so out of pocket at the end. And then people will quote it. And then I'm yeah, like, so you okay, you, that, you yeah. watched it. You watched the whole thing. But like, yeah, on it's also super odd that on YouTube, they are trying to kind of integrate that that shorter content yeah oh yeah everyone is everyone all the different companies yes they want a piece of the pie yeah but talking about like you kind of brought it up earlier like being a public figure people expecting you to know like and to have everything figured out yeah it is crazy because people will come up to me in just the wilderness and be like wilderness i you you've helped me figure out my sexuality you've helped me figure out my gender and i'm like oh my gosh, I don't even know what mine is. How can I help you in that way? And it's yeah. just like existing and people like look up to me, I feel like in a sense that doesn't exist because I'm so confused about myself. Yeah. But I also love being that light because I'll meet somebody and they'll be like with their family and then they'll come up to me and be like, I know who you are. My family's going to come up in a second and they're going to call me this, but I actually go by this. And they'll come out to me immediately in a way that they don't even feel comfortable coming out to their own family. And yeah. I'm like, 
that is so beyond powerful, but also terrifying. Yeah, because it's like that you how, have like that trust with people, and it's the parasocial relationship. Yeah, it's that parasocial yeah. relationship, but it's also like I'm so envious of the people who wake up every day and they're like, "This is who I am," and I'm solidified in that. And then I'm yeah. I just wake up every day and I'm like, "Oh man, another day of being just confused." Yeah, <laughs> like, and I don't know. Sometimes I set aside time and I'm like, you know what? I want to figure some of this out. So I was just like labels, you know. I try out like different pronouns. I'm like, you know yes. what? Like, let's just explore the playing field here. And then I get sad because nothing really feels right. And then I'm like back to square one. But I feel that. I feel yeah. that like so personally. Like I literally for a while I was like, oh my God, I'm gender fluid. And I was like going by any pronouns. And that's when I started to like identify more with like they, them pronouns. Mm -hmm. Which like I'm flexible, by the way. If yeah. anyone was curious, like I'm flexible with pronouns. Because almost for me, I don't know if you feel this too. Mm -hmm. But it's almost like sometimes... And I feel bad because I know people are like trying their hardest, but sometimes when people are like trying to force the pronouns that you identify with and you can feel it, it's almost like instantly like that's so dysphoric. Mm -hmm. Like I would rather people just like call me a slur at that point. Like just call <laughs> me like whatever you want. Like I'm like, just like whatever you feel in your heart. And that's like kind of where I am right now where it's just like, I'm really okay with any pronouns. Like as long as you're being respectful. Yeah, like, I constantly am like struggling with that balance of being a people pleaser, but also wanting to feel a certain way. Yeah, And I don't, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's use they, them pronouns. Like, let's just go for it. Just use those. Like, yeah. solidified in that fact. But I go home and I'm not going to tell my parents to use that. Yeah. Because that's like, I'm their little girl. And like, you know, at one point if I ever woke up and I was like, I need to be called this, they'd respect that. But like, I don't want to like, for that just so be so awkward. And then like, yeah, yeah in social situations. And it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's super, it's super difficult because I mean, you, they've known me for 23 years of my life. Like I go in one day and I'm like plot twist you know it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period for everyone but like going into yeah social settings where somebody uses the wrong pronoun for you and then your friend feels obligated to kind of correct that and be yeah. like actually they go by this i'm like oh just shoot and me. it's like coming out to everyone it's yeah. just like it's so weird because it's like if you're gay or something it's not like you walk up to every person you're like hi i'm gay my name is matt <laughs> like it's not like you do that but it's like if you identify as like non-binary mm -hmm. it feels like you're coming out to everyone all the time just because it's like I don't want to like correct everyone and I don't want like other people to correct for me. Yeah. I just like want to have a conversation. Yeah. Like it's not. And it's sometimes it's really not that deep. Like does the yeah. cashier at the grocery store need to know that I go by the them pronouns? No. If he calls me yeah. sir, I'm going to be like, thanks bro. And yeah. then I'm going to put my groceries in the car, drive away. Never. I'm never going to think about it again. No, this girl at the Costco checkout called me ma'am. And then I spoke and she's like, oh, sorry, sir. And I was like, girl, I'm like, you're fine. <laughs> you're, like you're you don't even know. Isn't that a bit euphoric sometimes though? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. ooh, like, yeah, okay. Like, okay. Yeah. like I love kind of being like I don't love being perceived but like by strangers I love being perceived because yeah. it's like how do you see me when I walk yeah. into a room and then that's kind of who I want to be to people like the, whatever my first impression on you is and whatever you feel comfortable with like that's cool to me I yeah. think that's so interesting if like you perceive me as like a dude because you're a cashier and you can't see my titties because I'm in a hoodie yeah right I think that's so cool but it's like to the people who know me best like my friends and like my girlfriend and everyone they're like oh you have this like femininity to you and I'm like okay like yeah. you really see that part of me that like other people don't get to see literally and I think like I don't know what gender that is so <laughs> let me know that's why I'm excited like where society is going like I'm just glad we're like progressing past this we're like we're I feel like we're in an awkward stage right now where it's still kind of like it's not that people are like really homophobic or like they don't like non-binary people or anything but it's just like we're kind of in a transition stage mm -hmm. where everyone's like 
accepting, but it's just awkward. It's awkward because it's moving so fast. Yeah. The massive like explosion of social media kind of pushed social issues so wide into the spotlight that we're all trying to solve everything all at once. Yeah. And there are so many different pieces to so many different puzzles that are constantly moving and constantly moving forward that, yeah, of course, we probably know a lot about queer culture, but I don't know. If there are other like massive social issues that are going on in the world, I might not know about them. Yeah. And like, I think that's the thing. People aren't as innately homophobic because this new generation is a lot more accepting. Mm -hmm. And people aren't as innately like, oh, get the gays away from me. But because it's just like a little, like a, like microaggressions. Like right. it's just like a little like joke here and there. Right. And it's like, oh, that was That like wasn't weird. funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, who's laughing? <laughs> not me. But right. Like, there's just so much information and I think that's where people are struggling now is like, yeah. okay, well, I don't want to say anything wrong. And I think, I don't know if you've experienced this. You probably have because you stream, right? Yeah. Like in your streams, and this is like kind of me connecting it to comment sections as well. Definitely. People are trying to be so overly respectful. It feels like they can't say what they really want to say. Yeah. And they're overly apologetic for something that they don't really know about. Yeah. And I think we need to allow people, especially kids with these like iPad kids, that kind of like yeah. generosity and being able to ask questions yeah. that you can't find the answers to otherwise. And it's the same where I feel like we've gone from like, cancel culture to it's like we're starting to get to the phase where it's like okay we realize that that's not like productive mm -hmm. just like canceling someone it's i everyone has the freedom to like support and not support whoever mm -hmm. they want but just like i feel like it's we've kind of moved towards something where it's like okay we educate the person and then if you don't want to like talk to them after that then like be done with it then be done with but, like it. we should be at a place of like learning especially for like the younger kids like you're talking about yeah. the comment section and things like it's okay to like say something wrong as long as like after that somebody tells you like oh that's wrong and you like learn from that yeah you're like and that's oh, so word. much more productive for society as a whole mm -hmm. instead of just being like bye like i'm done with you which i understand is reasonable sometimes if like somebody has really hurt you like sometimes you can't be oh, like you murdered the person somebody to teach them. yeah no 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 you can't always be the teacher <laughs> but like sometimes you can like yeah. if you're up for it like just you know yeah educating that's people. the thing with that i kind of go through as well people would be like oh i don't mean to be offensive when i ask you this question and it's just like we're just and i'm like ask, no you're good like i don't care like if you can't phrase something right that's not on you if you yeah. have a question where your best intentions are in mind and you tell me that and you ask me the question and i can answer it in a way that helps you figure it out i don't care yeah like absolutely. i don't care and i think yeah that's the thing I also have conversations with my mom about. She'll be like, I'm about to ask you something and it might not sound good. And I'm like, that's okay. Like, that's so cute that you want to learn yeah. from me. Like, that's what I'm here for. And that's what I've always wanted is just that open conversation. Like, I live in, like, this neighborhood now, which has, like, a lot of older people. And sometimes I feel like a little social experiment. And, like, if I walk out in makeup or something in, like, a weird outfit, I get, like, some looks. But it honestly makes me happy that I'm, like, okay, I'm, like, giving them this exposure. Yeah. And, like, I'm okay with it because it's funny to me. But, yeah. like, now when they're, like, grandkids or somebody walks up to them and they, like, have makeup on, they're not going to, like, bat an eye. Right. they've seen it before. They've you know what I mean? Before. yeah. And, and I... it's the same with, like, social media. Like, I feel good sometimes when, like... Not good, but like if if somebody's like saying something ignorant, but they like are exposed to me, I feel like that's almost like one half step. Yeah. For that person, yeah. it's like they are exposed to this, and now the next time it's gonna be less of something alarming or like less less crazy to them. A lot of that ignorance and like kind of accusatory tones that people can have when they're approaching a situation comes from just pure confusion and not knowing yeah. a whole lot about it. Because like you said, like we're not scary. Like we're not out here with like 
picket fences like yeah i'm gonna get you like we're not out here like that like i don't know everyone every queer person i've met in la is just so like chill and kind yeah i feel like we're getting to more of like a chill stage yeah i feel like everybody's life too just like in general right now i don't know i might just be like a happy person for some reason (laughs) at this very moment in time and i'm gonna reflect back on this in two months and be like you are being silly but like there's just this calmness that is like kind of washed over I think the world right now like in terms of like social issues and everything like there are definitely very bad things going on constantly 100% but that like innate like oh my gosh we need to get everything figured out right away we realized this is going to take time yeah and we realized like we're going to work on all these things but it's going to be a slower discovery than we initially thought because we can't fix everything all at once yeah socially i feel like the same with like grind culture where like Mm -hmm. i hate to bring it up but like for so long we had this like idea i feel like even like a couple of years ago when i first moved to la everyone's like you need to do as much as you can as fast as Mm -hmm. you can and it was kind of just like this coming out of covid you yeah, know, and all that stuff. It's like, do it quick. Or the world's going to end again. Yeah. But yeah. now I feel like we're starting to understand, especially like now that I've like learned more about other countries and things and how like things are run. Because mm-hmm. when I grew up, I feel like I learned like nothing about other nothing. countries. I had no clue like what was going on because mm-hmm. we learned a lot about the U.S. Mm-hmm. We really like our education also really system didn't. like failed us on like learning about other countries and how like other governments work and stuff, which mm-hmm. I feel like is so important on improving our own mm-hmm. political system. Yes. Just like in growing from that because especially because the U.S. is is newer than a lot of, like, other countries. Mm -hmm. Obviously not to the natives, but to the people that colonized it. And, like, the government we have today is newer Mm -hmm. than than other established places. Yeah. So now it's kind of like, oh, and other places, they're not, like, constantly grinding for their next paycheck. But, like, here a lot of people have to. Have to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's horrible. And, like, it's, I think it's crazy because, like, the world is so divided, obviously. Yeah. Been divided for literally eternity. But... We can all, like, learn from each other, literally. And I think that's, like, what I think, like, in an odd way, social media has done. Yeah. Is made a lot of people realize, like, especially this younger generation that Gen Z kind of were so passionate about this. Is, like, okay, let's figure this out. Like, let's sit down and we're going to, like, talk about everything and realize, like, hey, the other parts of the world literally might be right and that's fine and we can take little pieces of how that system works and kind of bring it into our system because obviously something's wrong if the majority of america has to grind paycheck to paycheck no exactly and i'm excited that like our generation and the generation like what's the next one like gen alpha oh they're terrifying no they're terrifying but i'm also excited that like they're growing up knowing what all of what we know and they're also like they have developing brains and they're learning like even more I'm also scared. I'm I'm so scared of them. Hear me out. I was walking through Ralph's, a grocery store yesterday, and I was like, just I don't even know what I was getting, like a protein bar. And I walked by the Starbucks and I hear this like toddle voice, like prepubescent child go, mom, can I get a Frappuccino with caffeine? And I turn around and this thing that it it looks like it's still toddling. Like this thing. It's still toddling. Like, it's still got that walk where they don't really know how their legs work. And I'm like, you know what caffeine is? Yeah, no. Like, what? You know how to say Starbucks? I was learning the ABCs. I wasn't. I was watching Dora. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, VeggieTales. Did you watch VeggieTales? Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, that, did yeah. you know that's like has like Christian undertones? Of course. Yeah. I didn't. I was I just only, like, wow, vegetables. I think I knew because I was, I had like younger siblings or I had one younger sibling. So I was like watching it at an older age. So I mm-hmm. started to be like, wait, this is a little sus. Yeah. 
No, like <laughs> this, this <laughs> like. I feel like there's a deeper meaning here. I say younger generation when we're a part of Gen Z. Yeah. Like we're a part of that, and I and I feel like it's just this like the ones that are currently being birthed are just gonna be thrown into such a confusing world. Yeah. Like my youngest cousin, I guess my cousin had her, so I don't really know if she's my cousin, but family, my youngest family yeah, member, yeah. will like, like loves Coco Melon to like a very concerning point. Oh my God. And like, I was like, you know what, one day, I'm going to figure out what the hype is about yeah. Coco Melon. So I sat down and I watched an episode and I was like, what? Oh my God. I don't think I've watched it at all, but I knew like the sounds of it. The like, sounds I know of the it. Sound. The scary part is like with COVID happening, just mm -hmm. period, COVID was terrifying. But beyond that, I got a video on my For You page and I want to know your take on it because I think that'd be really interesting. But like it was this teacher and they were stitching another teacher's video and they were like, you know what? I'm scared for this younger generation because it, did, it had like millions of likes. Yeah. And they were like, I teach in a very affluent community. Like where I'm educating kids right now, it's like, you know, people have money here. And mm -hmm. these kids that I'm teaching in the seventh grade are functioning at a fourth grade level because we were thrown online. And I didn't learn anything. Yeah, I graduated online. Yeah, I didn't learn anything. Oh, yeah, absolutely not. Because I, everything was just cheating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's yeah. like, I'm literally teaching like basic grammar to like 13 year olds no i swear i was better at like googling like hacking into websites finding the answers than i would be at actually like oh same i made quizlet yeah. my bitch literally and i had like yeah. subscriptions and things and it was oh, like yeah. just like our friend had a subscription and only one could be logged in at a time we'd like switch and share the email yeah it 100%. was crazy it was a whole like Devious it was like a dark world. web like yeah no it's crazy <laughs> oh there yeah so many websites out there that like you would i did independent study in in high school and this is where i realized like i'm probably not going to be a very successful like textbook person i just copied and pasted everything you could copy a yeah. question paste it and find not just that answer but the quiz to every single question and answer that you need yeah and, and it's like, so interesting that we're like with social media we're getting educated on so many other things mm -hmm. but then it's like Oh, like where does like traditional education fit? In right, this? and where, where is we this can like, like still learn certain basic needs that we need for day to day mm -hmm. life. And where where does that become applicable? Because yeah. a lot of like the jobs and everything that you know you go to college for. My parents always like to tell me, oh yeah, like getting a high school degree back in our day was like getting a college degree now, and getting a master's degree now is like what it was like to go to college back in my day. So like you're constantly having to level up while also just yeah. being aware of the fact that the world is leveling down, and it's not like. Yeah, technology is like vastly exploding everywhere and yeah. it's moving so fast, but it's also like teaching us how to move slower, I feel Literally. like. Literally, it's so interesting. It's like, I saw something about us being like the most, I don't know if it's most productive. I think it is most productive. Mm -hmm. Like we're the most productive that like our workforce has ever been because of like technology and things. Mm -hmm. But then it's also like how much of that work like is us versus like right. technology. Oh my like gosh, technology like should be like a tool, not like... I knew it was all going downhill after that Costco pizza thing. Like that thing that does the sauce. When they change the price of the like, hot dog, it's all over. It's over for everyone. It's all over. Yeah, that spinny thing. I was like, it's over for all of us. Nobody the spinny thing. Wait, nobody's what, there to the spread the pizza thing? sauce anymore. What do you mean? They do a robot? They do a robot. It's a robot hand and it it's spins over. in a circle and it does a spiral. We don't even sauce our own pizzas these days, guys. What is this? It's not okay. Okay, but I'm going to ask you questions now. <laughs>
No, I don't go through my Instagram DMs anymore. Oh, I can't do it. I've never done that. Like I always say that I'm like lying to myself. I go through it sometimes, I, but rarely. Like how I don't often know how would people, you say? Like it depends on the. It's usually like if I post something and I like want to know what people are thinking, which like is already unhealthy. But like whatever. <laughs> but like rarely. So like maybe like a couple times a year. But really? I really don't like going think, through it because I'm like I didn't ask for your opinion. Like sorry. I think same. I'm just posting a photo. Like I don't need to know. It's also like with all these different like separations between primary general general requests and yeah. the hidden ones. Yeah. Like I, I just forget. Like it's yeah. out of sight, out of mind. Like I'm not yeah. looking at this constantly. And I feel bad because I'm sure there's lots of like genuine like nice people just trying to say hi or something. But like I just can't. For my mental health, I'm not going through all the things. It's crazy. Okay. What Matt? What are examples of some red flags in guys? Red flags. Like, what is something that oh if, like, you were on a first date, somebody says something and you were like, no. Besides, like, a slur. Can I be honest? I've only dated, like, one person. This is, like, the tea. It's crazy. I, like, the thing is, I feel like I was figuring myself out for mm-hmm. so long that I wasn't, like, comfortable being with other people. So I just had crushes all the time. Right. I literally had crushes just, like, every day of the week. There's a new crush. But I didn't, like, actually pursue people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's not a lot of red flags. I feel like the people I date have to have like some political knowledge like i girl i don't need you to be like a full-on like activist or anything but like you need to like know a little bit about what's going on mm-hmm. and like has to be a feminist like that yeah. is such a red, like if I somebody came up like, and said I'm the like, words no like that's the start this is the start if somebody came up like to me and was like i i just don't even conceptualize how that exists if someone's like i'm not a feminist yeah who in their right mind is like no women yeah literally I don't know. It's scary. It's scary. Because some people will just say, like, certain. it's certain wording. Like, you can, if somebody, like, messages you on Hinge or Tinder or something, it's, like, certain wording. It's, like, well, let's elaborate. Or women that feel comfortable saying that. Yeah. And it's just sad because it's, like, oh, you're catering towards, like, that kind of m- men. Yeah. Like, that's gross. But, yeah. I would, that's really good. That's really Wait, good. Wait, did you say three? I didn't give, like, three. Um, no, I just asked for, like, what some red flags. True, so, true. like, political knowledge, like, lack, or lack thereof. Yeah. And I feel like I'm pretty open-minded, though. Yeah? Like, I try to, like, see beyond... Because, okay, because I... Like, it's so... I know we're in, like, a, this generation of, like, swiping, and it's just, like, <sighs> judging yeah. books by their cover and whatever. Yeah. Which, obviously, there is, like... There's something there. Like, they, they have to be, like, attractive to me. Mm-hmm. Which, that's another thing. Attraction to me is, like, so subjective. and like Really? Yeah. Like, because I really think that it's, like, it makes me sad when people are like, oh, I'm not attractive. I'm like, you are to someone. Yeah. Like, yeah. I understand people being like, I don't fit into, like, the, the beauty standard or, like, what society says is, like, an attractive person. Yeah. But, like, everyone is attractive to someone. Like, I think. 100%. I really think that, like, everyone is attractive to someone and... Because there's so many people in the world. I think it's also just like the older that you get, the more you realize like how important that emotional connection is. Like one of my favorite things about dating, just like the person I'm with, like is that comfort level of being like, oh, you know what? I can kind of just talk to you. Yeah. And you don't have to think. Like there's like no filter. Yeah. And you just kind of exist with that person. And I think if you're kind of going for looks, you realize like I've gone for looks in the past and I'm like, why can't I? talk to you yeah. about anything that's what i mean by like an open mind it's like even if i'm not like super attracted to someone if there's like something there and i just like want to get to know them i'm just like hey yeah let's just see and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out yeah like, i've talked to i think I, a couple weeks ago at this point i talked to spencer about dating and they were like i think the stages of dating are like oh like you start talking to somebody when you realize there's that like sparking connection there. yeah yeah 
Are you like dating around? Are they dating anyone or just kind of doing your kind own thing? Kind of. Like I was on Tinder and like uh, Hinge for a long time. Mm-hmm. And like there's, I feel like it's just like Snapchat. Do you do Snapchat? Like when you, do you go from I like, try it's so a pipeline. Hard. The pipeline of like Tinder to Snapchat is crazy. Just oh. Cause like you need to like, it's like the, the catfish check. Oh, you, oh. you got to have a photo and like a video. I so thought you were like, asking me if I posted on Snapchat. Oh. And I was like, I try my best like to keep my stories. <laughs> right. yeah, you're up. like, I keep up. I keep um, up. I want to be honest. I didn't. Or did you go to text? Oh, I. Or not at okay. all. Not really at all. Because what happened was I, I only had Tinder in college. Mm. Like I have not had Tinder for a single moment after living in LA. And I think like. In college, I did do the like, okay, I got Tinder, did the swipes, and then what's your snap? And then we'd yeah. go to snap, and then I'd be like, ugh. But now are you like in person, like when you meet people? You just kind of like go with the flow? Every relationship that I've been in since I was 20, I've met them in person and very organically. Like my girlfriend now was introduced to me by my roommate. but And it wasn't even like he was trying to set us up. He was just kind of like, hey, this, there's this girl I think you'd be great friends with. And then I was like, okay, word, like... I'm looking for friends. I don't have many. And so I wanted to hang out with her. And then it just kind of was like, okay, we're friends. We've been friends for like a month and a half. And then I was like, wait, you're really pretty. And I really love the way that I am around you. And I love the way that you are around me. We make each other feel yeah. good. And then I was like, oh, f- it's like a you. feeling you get with the person. Yeah. Like it's so weird. Yeah. It, was it doesn't always happen right away. No. It's not like the movie where it's like yeah. you walk up and you're like, and I think that's like, yeah, no, there was but, like, but at some point you start to feel something and you're like, oh, yeah. You're like, where was this this whole time? Yeah. Yeah. That's so, yeah. That's, that's exactly so what fantasy happened. though. Like it was, person. the apps suck. Say no, I, I, I don't know, but I do know just from friends how yeah. bad it is. And I think that it's just like, it's so dehumanizing too. Yeah. Cause it really is just like, oh, I see your face and it's like, cool. And people will just like, un- I talked to this one guy a while ago where it literally was like, I added him on Tinder and we had a, like a short conversation, like a couple like, hey, how are you? Small talk. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, do you like to game? Unmatched. I was like, you could have said no. Like, you could have <laughs> said no. Like, it wasn't a make or and break. And I think that's, it's, dehumanizing is such a good word for it because I think it's like the second that you like just <laughs> don't enjoy the They're conversation. For it. It's a literal sim before you meet yeah. them in person. Like that, it, and I think that's the problem is like, even if I view it that way, I'm sure other people do. Like, going into a conversation like over Snapchat, how easy is it to literally take half a second out of your day to unadd someone? Yeah. And then just never think about them ever again. And it again? really doesn't feel real. No. It doesn't feel real unless you're like physically like, oh, this. If I like walked out yeah. of the room, you'd be like, Maddie, where are you going? Especially but if social media. Yeah. The unfollow thing is so stupid too. Because I mean like we can see people on social media and it feels like you have a connection to them. And sometimes like online relationships feel the same way where mm-hmm. it's like if you're like talking to somebody on Tinder, it kind of feels like just a social media person. You feel yeah. like disconnected from yeah. them. Yeah, it's so dis... And I think that's That's why like, I'm always trying to meet with people. Like, yeah. after we get through the catfish check, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, you're cool. Like, let's meet. Let's get coffee. Yeah, that's, that's your pipeline. Yeah, literally. It's like the Snapchat catfish check, and then there we go. Then 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 we're, yeah. then we're at a cafe. Literally. Yeah, I think... Wow, I've never really, like, conceptualized that before. And I think it's, like... I also think it's so crazy how people have, like, separate Snapchats for just the people that they're, like, Snapchatting. Like, okay, first of all, logging in and out is so much effort. I tried to create yeah. a second one just to, like, stalk people because I was like, mm, I'm feeling silly today. Yeah. But then I was just like, oh, man, this is so much work. And then I just haven't opened it ever yeah. since. No, I just add people on regular, but then sometimes it's awkward if they, like, don't know. Plus, you have the verification. Like, oh, you do do social media. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I think that's, like, the best thing is from people who just kind of get it. Like, if you get it, you get it. Like, that's what my girlfriend now, like, she's just been in this environment in this world for so long that it's not 
weird but like i've met people and like they don't really care about me or pay very much attention to me like in a social setting like because mm-hmm. i'm not in those very often and i'm kind of quieter like whatever so if you don't know who i am that's like obviously fine most people don't and then yeah. like at the end it's like oh let me get your instagram let me blah and so then i'm like oh here's my instagram and they're like wow yeah, and it's and like, it. yeah. like you didn't care about me 30 Literally. seconds ago no, I used to be way more scared about that, though. Like, whenever I would, like, add people on Tinder and stuff, if they, like, knew who I was. No, I don't care as much. But the one thing is, like, if somebody is, like, a big fan of you, it can be, like, it's, like, mm-hmm. a weird power dynamic. So I try to be, like, conscious of that. Because that is something that I feel like a lot of people don't think about. But it's, like, not that, like, I'm some, like, special person or no. anything. But it's almost, like, I feel like I know certain, not that I'm, like, a celebrity, but, like, me relating to, like, someone that I like look up to Mm -hmm. you know if I like had the opportunity to talk to a celebrity even if they're not that attractive to me like I would still be more interested Mm -hmm. in them because of their like success subconsciously yeah it's also like like, people know who you are I'm sure people like see you out in the the wild and they're like oh I like your videos like that happens to you I've gone to a concert I went to oh where'd I go it was a cave down concert so it was like my demographic was just plopped into the demographic the demographic was a little like plopped into a little stadium and then I was walking around and people looked at me and like started to cry and they were like oh you've helped me so much and my girlfriend just kind of is like she's so good at dealing with it that I feel like if they don't understand and like kind of they they're if they were like a fan before like that it's so not like no no. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I could ever date somebody who was like, I love you so much, like, before. Yeah. Just because, like, I really wouldn't know how to deal with that, like, Mm-mm. power dynamic of, like, you, like, love me so much and I, I don't know you at all. I don't you know, know who I mean? you are at all. And you probably know. And, like, people, it, it's also scary because people come up to me and be like, oh, my gosh, how's blah, blah, blah about your life? And I'm like, why do you know that? Oh, it's because I share it online. Oops. Yeah. Like, I'm over here just being like... This is what I do every single day, everyone. Literally. I keep nothing to myself anymore. (laughs) And so then I'm just like, I think it's so crazy that people know everything. But it's also like I'm over here like, this is everything. Yeah. You can look at it whenever you want. I post my story a lot and then my, like, I've been like spotted around like the neighborhood that I live in sometimes. They're like, oh, I saw you were on a walk. And they like literally are driving past me and I'm like, I need to move. I'm just (laughs) kidding. I I feel safe. So I'm in like, (laughs) yeah, I'm in like a gated area. It's not like, I don't know how people do like houses. Like, like big, bigger celebrities that have like a house and there's like people outside and stuff. Like Tana, I know Tana's had so much shit. Really? Yeah. Like she had like a stalker. Well, everyone I feel like has a bit of a stalker. Like I have people who will just out of nowhere send me my address and be like. I've never had. Wait, where are they sending this? DMs. DMs. This is this oh, is the thing. This is why I don't. This is why I don't check. Like I check once every like if like once every three months because I'm like oh yeah, people try and slide in there sometimes and so I'm like okay let's like just get a general consensus yeah, about right, what people right, are thinking right. about me and then I'll be like oh there's that weird guy that's like been in there for like years oh just God. telling me where I live. My manager looks scared. <laughs> yeah no I'm good though. Like nobody's ever shown up. Yeah, and men are just creepy. Oh, it's always men. And never yeah. once have I had a woman be like, I know where you live. And I don't even know the half of it because it's like, I feel like gay guys, like, still they're men. But, like, yeah. it's usually they're, like, slightly more understanding because they have more of that, like, sense of not even, like, being oppressed, but just, like, more understanding of people not understanding them, mm-hmm. you know? That made sense. So I don't know how you to word that. Like I'm that so bad at like, getting the right words. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, just being part of, like, a certain community. Yeah. Where you're, like, one step farther away from a straight white man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like I don't even deal with, like, the half of it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I can't imagine. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's super odd. Yeah.
Uh, well, Matt, thank you so much for joining me. Thank it's always so me. lovely to see you, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's nice to see you, too. You always have such like, a big smile on your face. Thank you. I smile, like, too. It's the customer service in me. Yeah. I yeah. feel like it scares people sometimes. I, I love wonder. it. It's so it's super welcoming. Like, I, I'm i intimidated by a lot, as we were talking about. I've never been intimidated by you. Thank like, you. I'm like, oh, yay, Matt's here. But um, I feel like I couldn't be a manager or anything. I could not give no. that intimidation. Be like, don't do I that. I could never fire someone. I just couldn't. <gasps> I'd put it off. I'd cry. Sorry, I keep going. <laughs> or I'd just make somebody else do it. I'd be like, can you please, please yeah. tell them that they don't work here anymore? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to do it. They wouldn't know they were, if I tried to fire someone, they wouldn't know they were fired. They'd yeah. just be like, oh, you just want me to like walk away? Like, you just want me to take a break? Like, just like the intense yeah, eye contact. Like, like <laughs> you can't be here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, where can we find you? Do you have anything exciting coming up? Oh, I'm on social media. No way! <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's Matt the person pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't do a whole lot, but like if you wanna, if you like video games, I stream sometimes and mm -hmm. I post. And if you're one of the funniest content creators I've ever seen. Thank you. Be honest. My name is Maddie Westbrook. You can find me absolutely anywhere at Westbrook. And when I say anywhere, I mean anywhere. That was a lie. Consistent. I don't oh. even have like a LinkedIn. Sorry, I know Who I should have one. Oh. No, no, I don't Wait, have a LinkedIn. To, should we? Should we? I've, Josh. Let's talk about Josh that. has told me for so long to, <laughs> to make a LinkedIn. <laughs> you look so confused. Join us for more of a lack of professionalism every single Friday. It is Closet Talk. I'm releasing new episodes every single week with more incredible queer people, and I'm just super excited about who I've had on. I love your stare. You're so like. I feel you like, like a new that filter. I don't even know which one to look at, but I'm like, hey. <laughs> All right, well, catch me next week with a new lovely guest.